You know, it'd be really fun. What would be really fun? Um, well, if we would have talked about what we were going to talk about before we started. Uh, we'll just wing it. From the basement of Ruby's on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finestkind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, do do bananas. I'm loving them. Yeah. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runs and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've got banana Look, man, it is the pros from Dover cake. My name is Matt, that is Jim How you doing, Matt? I am doing good, it's good to be back Yeah, it is, it's been a little while Yeah, we had, uh, yeah. we had uh, Marie's here too What's oh, up, Marie? Hey, Marie? How are you doing? Marie's got a shirt on that says red No, it says REI Oh, it does uh, say, no, it no, does, it says yeah, red Yeah, it says okay. red, it says red Sorry, your it's boob because, was in the way Yeah, yeah <laughs> I like the Bills hat, though. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Bills Mafia all the way. Um, so we're in. It is the pros from Dover. Um, yeah, took took a couple weeks off. Uh, I had uh, craft beer week, uh, which ended up being um, basically me just working, you know, 24 hours a day for the entire week. And then last week, um, I don't even know why we didn't record, but some well, stuff. Well, yeah, and you were out of town, and yeah. you had to do some stuff with your wife and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. real life got in the way a little it bit. Happens. But we're back. Yeah, we and got we got three games to talk about. We do. So we, we gotta do. like bam, bam, bam. We're gonna get these get these going. Uh, the crew go to New York City on the fourteenth of May, so a while ago. New York just absolutely peppers the crew in this one. Well, the th- the pr- okay. So one of yes. the, okay, one of the things is um, th- they play in Yankee Stadium. Yes, it's it's about as Yankee. It's Stadium. a goddamn bowling alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so. Um, it's very difficult for other teams to play there, mm-hmm. where it's uh, it seems like it's pretty easy for the whatever the New York City FC, whatever I don't know neo Nazi mafia, whatever to play there because they're yeah. used to it. And so as a consequence, they just are able to play better in that stadium. And it's just, I mean, yeah, it's like San Jose back back before yeah, they built yeah, their stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah and, same thing. And it, but you know, the one thing is that it allowed me to say probably the wittiest thing I've ever said about the crew ever, uh-huh. and that was. Well, you know, because when they went one goal ahead, I, I turned to my friend Dave and I said, well, it's really easy to park the bus on a one-lane road. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, That's good. He, I like that. I like, like that. He didn't even think I'd made that up. He thought I'd stolen it. <laughs> the thing is, is like, I mean, did, did, did New York did New York really park the bus? Like, they had 21 shots. Well, they they had six shots on target. They had eight shots. Or the crew had eight shots the entire time. Right. I mean, it's, it's definitely a, a situation where... You've got uh, a, a New York scores in the ninth minute. Yeah. Um, and, and after that, the, the wheels on the bus, they fucking fell off. Well, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the one game. This is the one game I had to watch in the replay because I was actually doing a beer event that night. So I yeah. could not watch it. And so I, yeah, I ended up watching this game, um, like on obviously on television, yeah. while, while it was happening. And it's just, <clears throat> I, we, we, you know. We we probably could have just 
done a rerun of one of the earlier podcasts oh, for, yeah. to play uh, to talk about this game because it's like I don't even know what the team is doing anymore. Yeah. I don't. Did, did we try? Not really. No, not really. Um, um, well, it's. I mean, we lost to a better team away. Yeah. Um, the problem is we lose to worse teams away. We lose yeah. to worse teams at home. Well, speaking of, of you know, quote-unquote better teams, um, yeah. speaking of that, we played LAFC the next week. Yes. And this is this is the thing. Is we, so we, I did not see this game because this is the big rainout game. Yeah. This yeah. is <laughs> this is a game, so I will tell you I, I will tell you my story of this game. Yeah, I would like to hear um, it. So, uh, good friends, uh, friends of the show, uh, Molly Arbogast and Eric Ellison, uh, came into town from West Virginia for this game. Yeah. Uh, Marie, who uh, I think went upstairs to get a drink. Uh, hopefully I'll be back down at some point yeah. uh, so we can harass her a little bit more. Yeah. Um, she is she came into town, um, or she's been in town for, for a few weeks now, and um, she was going to go to the game with us, uh, and so um, I had... I mean, I was going to go to the game. Yes, a lot of people <laughs> were going to go to the game. So I, uh, the five of us met up, uh, my wife included, met up at um, Short North Tavern. Um, yeah. And, uh, Great veggie burger, by the way. I, nice. Um, yeah. I think they don't know if they're still doing burgers, because they have a whole pizza place in there now. Oh, When's I know. It's, yeah, it's called Pie, Pie of the Tiger. By well, the way, it's it's which it's, I like. it's pre-COVID. Is That's the last fair. time I was yeah. there. Yeah, last time I've been to a lot of places. Um, so we were we were going to go there because I knew it was open, uh, and because Charbar doesn't open till three, no yeah. matter what. Um, and I thought that a lot of the other places were going to be busier, and it'd be an opportunity for us to just kind of hang out because we haven't seen each other in a while, and um, we we played darts. And yeah, yeah. About. Two o'clock rolls around, and I'm like, I think we might have to wait a little bit on this game. At the time, the the forecast was showing just a little bit of rain, a little bit of a little bit of uh, thunderstorms around uh, 3:30, and then it was showing it was going to be clear relatively soon after that. <laughs> yeah, um, that drastically changed. So I was talking to our our entire group about like, hey, when are we going to start going towards the stadium? Blah blah blah. And it's, I want to say it was like 2.30, and I'm like, guys, just hold off for a few minutes, and we'll figure out exactly what we're going to do, yep. and then all of a sudden, the... Um, the skies opened. The skies was, opened, was, lightning started, dogs and cats living together, together. mass pandemonium. Yes. Um, yeah. And so we end up going to, uh, when, when there was a break in the, in the uh, lightning and all that sort of stuff, we went to Charbar uh, via... Uh, the convention center, which was hosting a girls' volleyball tournament, which w- it looked like we were just walking through a refugee camp. Like just, <laughs> just these kids had just sprawled their like blankets and all their other stuff in between games, and, and good on them. I'm, you know, hey, cool, good yeah. for them. They're they're playing volleyball. They're having they're living their best lives. Good for them. Yeah. Um, but to get out of the rain while we were walking there, we we went there, and then we went to Charbar, and I proceeded to get very drunk. This is probably right around the time you texted me. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. asking where you were. Yes, um, and I'm like, nowhere near you. Yes, so um, we get to the stadium before uh, kickoff. Yeah. Um, uh, one down, because Marie, you didn't, come, you didn't come into the stadium with us, did you? Still have not been. Yeah, you didn't come. Yeah, Marie didn't come into the stadium. I you glossed over the entire North Market fiasco. Oh, yes, we did oh. go to the North Market and eat. 
I did get lost. Um, you I got was, lost in North Market? I was... Dr- well, I, I, I lost my it's group. It's the size of your bedroom. I lost my group. There is a difference between getting lost in the North Market. I did. No, I ate a lobster roll. It was very good. He knew where he was the whole time. Um, he ate a lobster roll by himself. Everyone's like, let's do a lab and then come back together. And everyone, immediately, we were so hungry. You should like, be you should be on the yeah, mic you to tell this should... story because literally no one can hear you right now. Yeah, it's... Well... Okay. Gave our plan away. Yes. Yeah, fine. Well, okay. So, so let me let me let me let me catch you up on my my half of the yes, story. Okay. Yes, go ahead. So so um, so Dave came over. We're hanging out with my girlfriends, and uh, oh, we had quiche and champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you are a little dandy. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm like, oh, what did we do? Oh, we had quiche and champagne. Yes, that's of course, of course, we did because that's. <laughs> Because asked, what be- do you call your group? And you said the aristocrats. aristocrats. But anyway, and so we're like, oh, it's probably time for us to go ahead to the stadium, you know, yeah. hang out with the proles. <laughs> yes. And uh, we walked outside, we looked up, and we're like, I don't want to go to the game, do you? And it was like, no, I don't want to go to the game. He's like, let's go to my place. We can watch it on TV mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. And so that's what we did, except we didn't watch it on TV because it ended up not ever really being on TV. No. So we just watched reruns of Ted Lasso. All right. That's anyway, fair. Over yeah, to you. That's fair. <laughs> um, so we get into the stadium. We end up walking down to the stadium. Um, and we get in there. And, yeah, they play, like, the first two, two and a half yes, minutes. Like and then there's another lightning delay <laughs> for another, like, another like 40-odd minutes. I, I don't remember exactly how long it was. It was, it was a while. But I, I want to I take two key takeaways about the new stadium. Before we even get into anything else. Yes. The fucking roof leaks. Yes. Everywhere. No, 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 no. It's not a roof. It's a canopy. Neat. (laughs) So it's a canopy in the luxury suites? I don't know. (laughs) I was just told that it's not a roof. It's a canopy. Mm -hmm. And so you cannot expect it to be watertight. I'm sorry, you're mispronouncing canopy. Uh, (laughs) Yes. A, well, you know what's on the menu for next appetizer. You yes. know what's on the menu yeah. for the next game. It's it's just <laughs> so if I paid, I I what is it like two hundred fifty million dollars? Some oh, sort of shit like that. Oh, I I don't know how much I yeah probably something like that for the stadium. But this is uh, you mean how much the, the the suites are? No, getting down to the nitty gritty of of my section. Oh okay. So um, seats in my section are two or sorry four. No, six six twenty five. I think. Uh, yeah, because they're like a grand for where I sit. Yeah, it's like six twenty five <laughs> for a season. Um, I my seats are fortunately water free. Two rows behind me, not so goddamn much. That's just great. Yeah, it, it, the the leaks are in the same spot the entire time. So basically, you have one of two options. You have the, oh, thank God I'm not there, or the straight-up water torture. Yeah. Um, it, it, you should have taken the money that you spent on the rebrand and fixed the goddamn roof. Canopy. I don't care. Buy a <laughs> shitload of Flex Seal and just I know, I know, spray I know. it on the goddamn okay. thing. Well, okay. Yeah. Here, okay. Here is this is my big problem. Maybe we're going to talk about this game. I didn't see the game. Oh, so we'll I, talk about. We'll well, talk I don't. About I don't have anything game. to say about it because I didn't. I don't see have it. much to say about okay. it. It, but, was, it okay. was. Here's my problem. It was what a three o'clock, three thirty kickoff. Yeah, three thirty. Okay. 
It didn't kick off until uh, like well, the, the the game effectively did not really start until eight p.m. Yes. Okay. Here is the big problem with that. If the kickoff is at seven thirty, yeah, and there's a delay, mm-hmm. then the people affected are anyone who has children who might have a bedtime. Yep. Or people who have driven a long distance who might not be able to make it home. Also correct, yes. yes. And so they have to get a hotel. Yes. And and all the workers. But, well, but, you but know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, okay. about them. but with a 3.30 kickoff that actually doesn't kick off until 7.30 or 8, how many of those people had... I don't know, dinner plans later that day. They might have had tickets to a show, to a concert. They might have had restaurant reservations. They might mm-hmm. have had plans with all sorts of friends. You know, at, I don't know, 7 or 8 o'clock that evening. I mean, so and, and then, oh, and so basically the team is saying, fuck you. We don't give a shit about anything that you might have had planned after this game. Fuck you. You don't matter. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step back on that for a second. Okay. Um, because I, I I understand where you're coming from. I disagree with you a little bit, um, and and this is this is why is is twofold. Number one, I had plans later that evening uh, to uh, plant all the things that I hadn't planted in my garden, and instead my plans became to get blackout fucking drunk. Um, <laughs> so you know, mission accomplished. Whatever. I was wearing the flight suit. I was standing on the aircraft carrier. Yeah, there you, you go. Know. Yeah. But um, but for normal people. I won't lump myself in with that group. Um, yes, I get that. However, however, if there is a day baseball game yeah. at 2 o'clock, let's say, and it rains and it rains and it rains, but it doesn't ever like waterlog the field, and they can play that game at 7 o'clock, they're going to play that game at 7 o'clock. I understand that. They're going to play that game. If there is an NFL game, that's an early game. There's lightning for X amount of hours. They'll probably still play the game. Marie's saying no. You can come in and be you on this talk. show and talk. Yeah. Marie yeah. does not want to talk. She does right not now. want to talk. She just wants to shake her head and uh, look at us disapprovingly. I mean, I've also, I've also, very, very, very different animal. I've also been, I've also been to, I've also been to hockey games, minor league, obviously, where the power's gone out at the venue for X amount of hours. Yeah. Or the f- well, or the goddamn ice wasn't frozen, yeah, which but, happened okay. in Dayton after a concert for it's a playoff game. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Well, my, okay, my counter-argument, especially with, with Major League Baseball, sure. is that... Um, is, is, is that there's 81 home games in a Major League Baseball season. Uh-huh. So you have 80 other chances... Oh, 100%, yeah. And so, and okay, I do not I do not understand this dynamic 100%, but I do know from friends of mine who are big crew fans but who do not go to games very much anymore because they have small children that there was some sort of special promotion with this game where a lot of people, especially people with small children, got tickets, and this was the very first time they were ever going to go to a crew game. And yeah. they were basically just kind of screwed over by the team. Well, that sucks. And, and I think that the team That's should... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Marie yeah, was yeah. the small child uh, in our group. I what you sh- what what should happen? Well, I don't think it will. But what should happen is that, especially because it was part of a promotion, you probably had to buy a specific package to do it. Is yeah. that the crew should reach out to that group or those group those people who were yes. impacted, and they should 
try to do something for them. Yeah. I don't know if necessarily the answer is free tickets to another I game because yeah. some of them stayed well, and some of them whatever. But but they should do that. I don't know if they will, but some of them should. Could I get a whiskey while you're going up there, Jim Beam? Yeah, I'll take a Jameson. Why not? Yeah. Okay. No, it's really nice that Marie's here to just be I know. A server yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah. 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 But, okay. So here's the thing. There was a summer that. Well, literally every game I took Armand to, yeah, Armand, friend of the pod, how you doing, man? Um, there was a, literally like a summer where every game I took him to, there was a rain delay. And the rain delays were like, I don't know, an hour, whatever. So it was uh, after 2013. Yes. Yeah, I was trying to think of I was trying to think of when that would have been. Because that was the weird thing. Is that it, it was probably like 2015, 2016. There was not a weather delay. <clears throat> and somebody's going to come back on me on this. Well, um, until from twenty or from two thousand and eight for a crew home game. Yes. There's not a weather delay from two thousand and eight until the first time we played Vancouver away okay. or uh, at home. Rather. Okay, excuse me. So here's so my point being, this ain't my first rodeo. Yeah, and yeah. even though I didn't yeah. go to the game, I have been through a lot of rain delays at crew games in yeah. the past. And I've never gotten mad at the team because there's a rain delay. Yeah. Because, but at a certain point, when it's more than, I don't know, three or four hours. Oh, they should have called this game. You need, yeah. you need to do something. At the very least, give out free bottles of water. Yeah. At the very least, say, you know what? Um, we'll give you a coupon for half off another game, or yeah. or $10 off concessions, or whatever. Oh yeah, they didn't they didn't do anything. Yeah, nothing at all. There was there was no acknowledgement that, and I get they cannot control the weather, but there was no acknowledgement that thousands of people were inconvenienced by a business to a degree that that business may not survive. <sighs> I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't take it as as um, I don't think it's as harsh as as what you're saying. Um, I get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I probably, I, I, I probably feel a little bit better if they like, I don't know, won games more. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I, I think that it's it's a situation where you look at the you look at the crew, um, you look at their level of kind of ubiquity in the Columbus market and things along those lines. Um, you are not going to have the level of ubiquity that uh, the, the the Ohio State has or anything along those yeah, lines. Yeah. Like the, the level of like that that but you're also not going to you're not you're also not the Clippers. You know, there's there's a medium in there. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Um the problem is, is that, and we'll talk. We'll talk about this a little bit later because I have a story from the the Crew Two game from the, the Coffee oh. Barras game. Yeah, um, not the one that pers- or followed this one because I did not go to that because it was the next day and I was not feeling well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the yeah. one that was well, on that Sunday. was the one concession is that they gave basically everyone in the world free tickets to the Crew Two game the next day. Yes, which was nice. You know, thank you, dear. This is what you wow. do. <laughs> Howdy, darling. Marina is what to do. Yeah, Marie. Uh, yeah, and Marie's like she gets like the nice glasses. We get like the little tiny shot glasses. Marie, Marie just also just brings a sealed white claw down here. That was just <laughs> in your pants the entire time, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
in, um, case, in case listeners don't know, we love Marine. Oh yes. Final <laughs> final thoughts on um, final thoughts on the the uh, crew v LAFC because here's the thing is that it was we didn't play well. It was a uh, insanely waterlogged surface. Um, Carlos Vela got a goal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, whatever. I, I no, it, I don't it, have an opinion because I didn't see the game. I know. I I, saw, wa- I watched the game and I still don't have an opinion. Well, I, no, I tell you, I take that back. I watched two minutes of it on Twitter on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, tell with this, I'm gonna like, I don't know, I'm gonna watch Top Chef. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Let's come back and let's talk about a game we did watch, which yes. was the game against Atlanta, and then we'll talk about the uh, Crew versus Rochester, or Crew Two versus Rochester game, uh, the Capybaras game. Um, yeah. Which made me very sad, but uh, also um, it was fun. So good, good. We'll do that. We'll be back in a second. We're the pros from Dover. Stick around. And we're back. It is segment two of uh, the pros from Dover. That's Jim. I'm Matt. And we were briefly joined by our friend Marie. Yes, thank you to Marie. Yes, um, who brought us re- brought us shots and fresh uh, drinks. Yeah, and, I know. Um, yeah, and then she realized how much longer we were going to record and decided <laughs> that she had better things to do. Which I don't blame her because you know some days with as bad as the team's playing, I feel like I have better things. I, to do I as really well. don't blame so. her either. But just to, to shout out to any listeners who want to actually like anytime we're recording, not yeah. that we actually announce it, if you want to come down. And um, like, bring us drinks while we're doing the podcast. We will mention you by name on the podcast. Yeah. Also, if you just want to come out and hang out, well, like, yeah, of course, you're, yeah. You're but, welcome but, to. We'll we'll get better about uh, tweeting out when we're recording because <laughs> once, uh, once we figure out a schedule, exactly. It's it's a bit haphazard at this point, but uh, you wouldn't want it any other way, would you? Not really. Um. All right. Let's talk about the crew v Atlanta in Atlanta. Uh, this one's a win. Um, yes. This one is a snatching victory from the jaws of victory. I know. Um, John, <laughs> John Mensa scores in the first minute. Yeah. Which I'm sitting here at Ruby's with um, a handful of other people, and this goal happens, and I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, I am confused. I am scared. Your world is new to me. I'm just a poor old, uh, poor old fashioned, unfrozen caveman lawyer. I understand. I no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, the servants had just brought out the first course of hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. When when we sat down and, and we'd already we were already ahead. Yeah, so I you haven't even the... eaten your tiramisu yet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I yeah. don't understand. You don't even eat oysters, which is the weird thing, because you were just demanding they bring you more and more and more and more, um, just so you could throw them away in front of all of your uh, hired help. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, no, so so uh, Mensa scores in the first minute. Hurtado... <laughs> it's like every time you say that, I can't help but laugh. Oh, yeah, Hurtado gets a goal in the in the, in the the 45th, and basically the death of the first half. Yeah. Um, and then nothing else happens yeah. until stoppage time. Where Dwyer ends up scoring, and and it was one of those things where <laughs> you look at this game on paper. <laughs> I do want to point this out because holy goddamn hell! So Columbus has nine shots on goal. Yeah, and they, they've Atlanta got like, has well, they've got twenty-two. Like, yeah, they had like. Or, I'm sorry, excuse me. Columbus has nine shots. Atlanta has twenty-two. They Columbus like has three shots on goal. Possession or yeah. something like that. Three shots on target for Columbus, nine for Atlanta. 
the possession is 30-70. Atlanta. <laughs> I know. I know. Atlanta completes double, almost, yeah, no, no, it is more than double the amount of passes and has better pass accuracy. Yes. And it doesn't end up mattering at the end of the day. No, it didn't matter at all. LA Room actually in this game, and, and you're going to fight me on this, but LA Room stood on his head. Yeah, he, no, he, he was played fine. A, I, he played know, a great game. Okay, this is here. Here's the problem with room, and this is just a problem endemic with goalkeepers in general. Okay, is that I don't want to say there's two kinds of goalkeepers because there's more than two kinds of goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. But in terms of shot stopping, there are goalkeepers who are very boring and very reliable, and allow some goals to go in that probably should have gone in. Yeah. And then there are other goalkeepers who are spectacular, who make spectacular saves, and then oh by the way, oh I was I'm sorry, I was I was checking my TikTok and you shot the ball behind me. Yeah. And and in some ways room is is that way. Yeah. And and you know on I'm saying on the night. Well what I, my point is that he you know I badge I've I've like you know, pummeled him on this podcast recently over this season because he's made some kind of bonehead errors. Errors, mm-hmm. but he's also he it's can funny. be a said errors instead of errors. When we're talking about errors. That was great. Yeah, I know. But we're leaving he, it in. Yeah, oh, we absolutely are. But he can make spectacular saves and he can have spectacular games. And yes. this is one of them. Yeah, and he, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say that it wasn't. He did. Um, Zellerian does not play this game, um, and Zellerian is injured. Yes. Um, he has a, uh, I think, it's a hip or thigh injury. One of the two. Um, did not play. I don't even know if he traveled with the team. I don't know either. Honestly. Yeah. Um, um, but he is he is not in, uh, which uh, does not lend credo to Jim not wanting Zellerand to start. Well, there's a whole uh, we, we're going to do a yeah whole, we'll do we'll do a whole segment on that. <laughs> yes. Um, and by segment, I mean a few minutes on the next segment. Yeah. Um, but there's there's uh, there's a rumor that Jim is very anti Zellerand, and uh, what I will say is you got to listen to the rest of the show. The other thing is, Jim is not anti-Zellerion. Jim is just anti the entire crew organization. Well, that's from top fair. to bottom. That's fair. Because um, Jim, Jim, Jim is a sad and angry old man. That is also true. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, crew uh, play uh, Hotlanta. They win. Yeah. Um, in in Hotlanta... In in front of like I don't know fifty thousand people or whatever. No, there were not that many people there. Did you not look at the the, the that was the thing is that there was absolutely no one at that game. Oh, I didn't actually. I didn't <clears throat> notice. No, it was it was. I joked multiple times that it was on Twitter that it was come dressed as a red seat night uh, because quite honestly, like there were not full sections. Uh, I don't know if. You know, I just else assumed that the photos on. I saw were like 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 an hour before the game. Yeah, I didn't know thing. if it was Confederate Memorial Day. I didn't know what was going on in Atlanta. Maybe there's there. You know, I don't know. Let's not. Let's no, not burn. Yeah, 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 what, well. let's, let's not burn this one to the ground. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt finally got the joke. <laughs> I definitely did. Uh, uh, so I do want to uh, talk about the uh, the Crew 2 game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which the whole thing is, is that it is so hard to look up MLS Next Pro stats on, um, I know. Well, on the internet. Like, I type in Crew 2 and it gives me a 
goddamn video game, like a racing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I type in Crew 2 stats, and it just gets worse. Uh, and then I'm like, uh, Crew 2 versus Rochester, New York FC, and it just gives me like a little recap on Fox Soccer with no data available and nothing else. So I'm sorry, Rochester, I'm not going to be able to. Do you remember when we did the MLS Cup final upstairs? Mm hmm last year when it was last year yeah and there was a guy who was just like randomly sitting there eating pizza and watching the mls cup final and yeah. we had him on the podcast yeah we really should have got his contact info because he works for fucking crew too yeah remember yes. like like he he would probably oh just go to this website and yeah i mean i'm also i'm also doing this on the fly but i want to talk about the the oh no i i I've looked, tried to look this shit up oh, yeah. myself. It's, it's not. Just, it's not easy. It. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, MLSX Pro. Hey, people are actually interested in this league. People are showing up. People from Rochester traveled to this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were probably twenty people from Rochester that still. traveled. To, which is no, that's great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there were only. I would say there were only two hundred ish people in the stadium that that had paid right. to be there. Yeah. Which, that's good in and of itself for mm-hmm. a minor league team. On Memorial Day weekend during the Indy 500, um, that uh, yeah, we're playing in very very hot temperatures at the old stadium. Um, so I went to this game. Uh, we we pre-gamed here. Um, what I will say is this was Sunday, right? It was Sunday. Yes, we're going to try to have the day of the IPL final. Yes, yes. So like, I mean, there were a lot of things going on. Um, but what I will say is is that. Um, there were there were a good amount of crew fans there, like like as many as there's been for most of the other games. That I, so I I was not able. So I went to the first the first crew. Yeah, game, the one the, we went to together. Yeah, the Capybaras game. Yeah. Um, I was not able to go to the second one, be, the second home one because of because I had COVID. Um, and then the third one was the day after the rain, the rain delay, one, yeah. which I was just too hungover to even consider going to the game. I was just too angry. Yeah. Um, but now you have, uh, like, this game. Um, yeah. They were on a seven-game winning streak, which is a bummer because they did lose four to nothing. Um, oh. it, was a, it was They did not play well. Um, but you know what? kind of don't give a shit. It was fun. It was it was a good time. So this is probably something that we should devote an entire segment to, but yeah. I don't I mean, I don't think that we have enough info to actually do such a thing, but so, something that something that's has emerged within crew fandom in certain fora and and venues. A slice of the core fandom. Yes, yeah, slice of the core fandom. Is that um, well? A lot of people are ne- a lot more people are now on the Caleb Porter should be fired yeah. bus. Yeah, I get it. And um, what is happening is that there is this emergent consensus among a lot of these people that the the coach of the crew two, this guy Courtois, yeah, um, should for the rest of the season at least just be bumped up and and. Because, well, you know, at the time they were undefeated and they were first in the league and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, and the, the argument... And that's not transferable. Well, it's not transferable. But the, the other argument is that, well, he's, he's probably a good coach. But the other thing is he obviously knows the, the roster of the, the first team. Yeah. And so he would... 
he would not be coming in fresh off the bus. Yeah, but okay, so with that, I would say um, you, uh, if you decide to get rid of Caleb Porter, um, which I'm, I'm still leaning towards after that landing game, I'm still leaning towards that probably should happen sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, you don't promote the reserve team head coach, you promote one of the assistant coaches. That would be my inclination. Because because they have I mean, that's just what you do. I, like I, I think there's I think there's an element of like hipsterness to like, oh, let's just promote the reserve team coach. Well in in <laughs> so here's the thing is that I I these are these are legitimately two different teams this year. It's not the reserve team anymore. It's I know, not I, it's I, not I, the reserve I, team I, I and, know. That, and that's I, it's not a situation where you have like I mean I I think the reserve team had the same coach. I think Ziggy coached the reserve team. I think Marzia coached the reserve team. Probably. I, w- I would have to go back and look at, at some of that stuff, but I think that was the thing. These are these are two. They're two different squads, and, and it is apples and oranges. Um, you know, they, they have loans, they have things, they obviously train at the same facility, they probably train together at certain times and things along those lines, but it's one would not... one would assume they would scrimmage together? Of course. Yeah. Of course. That would make that would make a hundred percent sense. It would be stupid if they did not. Yes, yes. But I yeah, promoting the promoting the Capybara's coach to the first team right off the rip after you fired your coach. He's a great way to set that guy up for failure. I am not saying that's what should happen. No, I'm just no. saying it's like this. this people was, are talking about it. People yeah. are talking. Many people are saying. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> but um, let's not go that way. Yeah, but no. <laughs> I, it, it it was something that had not occurred to me, and it was I just and I hadn't really talked about it with anybody else, and so mm-hmm. I just sort of wanted to bring it up. And no, then, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So the next next crew two game is uh, on a Thursday uh-huh. uh, against Miami, June 9th, uh, Thursday at seven p.m. So I'm gonna have to get out of some work obligations because I just looked at my calendar. But uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Thursday, Thursday, yeah, okay. Thursday. That works for me. A week from is it? Is it at at, at uh, Historic Crew Stadium? They're too? all at Hunt Park until uh, the end of the year. Okay. Now at this point, there's there's no more. Uh, lower.com like double headers for the rest of the year. Probably so, a good idea. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it was a good. I think it was a good idea to do it, just to raise awareness for the team. But it, it just at the end of the day didn't happen. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I now that I think about it, not that it's a big deal really, um, but I do kind of question the why would they have the crew two game last because of television. Because that game was on Univision. Was supposed to be on Univision. Yes. Okay. That, okay. that was the whole. It was. It was because that was the game that that was that was when they had the television. Well, okay. That that, yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. That was that was what it was. All right. We're gonna come back. We're gonna go around the league kind of quick. We're not gonna do the last three weeks because obviously no one cares about that. But uh, do mm-hmm. you want to touch a little bit on the Open Cup? I um, do want to touch a little bit on the Open Cup. I'd like to. I'd like to talk a little bit about maybe the uh, the Champions League final. Not yeah. the game per se, but there apparently there have been a lot of issues that have happened uh, because of the game because yeah. of poor support, shall we yeah, say? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about that in a second. We're the pros from Dover. Stick around. Yeah. Jesus. 
Oh, it's working now. Oh, good. All right. Okay. So we are back. It is segment three. Uh, my name is Matt. I am Jim. And we are the pros from Dover. Um, so we want to talk about a handful of things on this one. Yeah, okay. A couple of things I want to get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to give a big shout out to uh, my friend Chris Otter and his Grimsby Town Mariners who won promotion out of the National League 5-4 to four against um, Wrexham. That's owned by Brian Reynolds and, and uh, the uh, guy McElhaney, from Rob McElhaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, apparently it was it was the, not that the scoreline of five to four would tell you this, but apparently it was quite the entertaining match. A barn burner. Yeah, barn burner. Barn okay, burner. yeah. And so then the other thing I want to talk about briefly was not the match itself, but the problems um, that fans had getting into the stadium for the uh, the uh, UEFA Champions League final between yeah. Real Madrid and Liverpool. And so, um, apparently fans were poorly treated by the Parisian or the French police. That, yeah. And, and, Cops, yeah. Yeah, and, and um, so this is a problem. Yeah. Uh, it's this is this is I think becoming more and more of a problem, and something that during the break Matthew pointed out is that well you know what when you when you have these expensive cup finals in a neighborhood where there are a lot of marginalized people who cannot afford to get into the matches yeah. then you're going to just have problems yeah in I general. mean here, here's the thing if if I've you know, UEFA Cup Finals in my neighborhood, and I, I'm I'm a kid who's never going to be able to afford to go to one of these things. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to scale the fence, especially if you don't have any security mm-hmm. and you have a bunch of the gates blocked off. That was the other thing that that when you looked at a, a lot of this stuff, they had most of the entrances closed. Yes, and and then they blamed the delayed start on fans arriving late. Yes, which was another which I mean, was just, just because because there there's. There's story after story. You can see it on Twitter. You can yeah. see that fans were arriving two to three hours early for this game. Yeah, but they, they were just they were just ill prepared to handle the the situation. They were ill prepared to handle crowd control. And this is always this is this is a problem. Well, okay, okay. I just I I'm not I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to point out that they were ill prepared to handle crowd control in a stadium that in nineteen ninety eight hosted the World Cup final. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they done fucked up a Ron. Yeah, like like no. It's yeah. It's it's they and this is one of those things where I don't know if we're gonna get to this level in the United States ever. Or anything along those lines. But it is one of those things where you look at the amount of specific ticketing ingress points yeah. for Lower.com. Yeah. There's three. Yeah. There's three ticketing ingress points. Now, granted, there are multiple people scanning multiple people at the oh um, yeah at the railroad gate at, at the uh, the the yeah gate. the like what I would consider the main entrance the main entrance yeah and, the, and, the entrance where I go in. I've not gone in there once. Yeah, yeah, and it's because I couldn't pull up my ticket on my phone. Yeah, but it was, and it was like a technical, a technological issue. But but, but I, I would hope that they are looking at things like this, and that they are because there were there were a lot of problems at the old stadium when it came to scanning in, especially when they started doing the you know full body cavity searches. Yeah, yeah, uh, and um, you know the the. 
game of games of hide the potato with random customers and, and things right. like that. You know, but I so which they're still doing for the crew two games, which is well, it's kind of very kinda, silly. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah. And so I think added to the added to this issue is that Liverpool were playing in this game. Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name call. I'm not gonna denigrate. I'm not gonna go there exactly, but. Anyone who understands the history of the sport understands that Liverpool have a fraught history with with um, important matches no. not what, what in their home state. Yeah, a tra- kind of a, tra- a tragic history. A tragic um, history yeah. in in some ways, and and then also there have been some issues. Well, I'm I'm referring to Heisel in '85, where yeah. it was not it was tragic, but it was also not something that that Liverpool fans could look back with uh, with with the same sort of thing that they could with with Hillsborough. I mean, yeah, but I mean that's you know but, okay. But my, okay, my, that's, my, that's, my, my my point is when you add Liverpool being one of the teams in this match, it adds an extra dimension that might not have been there if it had been I don't know Real Madrid versus Eintracht Frankfurt or something. Yeah, but okay, I, I don't want to. The other thing I, is, is I don't I don't want to cast dispersions on Liverpool due to something that happened in 1985. That is unfair. That's not what I'm saying. But I, the I thing understand is, that's not what you're Liver, saying. Liverpool fans seem to feel like they have been especially victimized because of who they are, mm-hmm. which has not... It's The thing is, it's only made this really bad thing that's bad for other reasons worse in other ways. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, that's all I gotta say. Okay, that's fair. Um, I but I I don't think that um, I, I don't I don't think this would have been you you could have put any two Champions League teams in this game and I I think that the exact same problems would have happened. Yeah, that's I, I, agree. I agree. I yeah, agree. That's, that's my point. It's just and it's just weird that this is well you know I I, I briefly mentioned the IPL. Final between Rajasthan and and Gujarat. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned it kind of as, a, as an off, as as bit of, a bit of a joke because one of the things is soccer fans want to think that the Champions League final is probably the most watched sporting event of the year. Yeah, and I would say that probably that IPL final was actually watched by more people. But that notwithstanding. You'd think that UEFA would have their shit together at this point. That's the whole. That's, that's the my whole, point. Yes, that's that UEFA my, should have their goddamn fucking shit together. The, the, the this doesn't happen. Well, it doesn't. Ha- Here's the thing: it doesn't happen every other week in Columbus, Ohio, or in Ann Arbor, Michigan, or in College Park, Pennsylvania, or, or at the Super Bowl, or wherever, or at any. any <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. It, that and and I think that is basically what the, the the point that we are we've not actually explicitly made, but we are trying to make is that Columbus, Ohio deals with this not every weekend, mm-hmm. but like for five or six weekends a month every year we yeah. deal with this, and somehow we don't have this problem. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Um, 
So I do want to bring up one more kind of periphery thing before we do a quick around the league, and then we then we preview the next game, which well, is yeah, gonna happen. We gotta, we we gotta, actually, we shouldn't even preview the next game because we're doing another show next week. Yeah, and we, we don't have a game. Yeah, and and we probably should talk about the Zell Ryan thing a little bit too. But well, yeah, yeah, we can okay. Do that. So anyway, um, but I do want to. There, there's a Miami Heart Miami Herald article um, okay. that came out uh, actually just probably an hour and a half ago. Um, Inter-Miami climbs standings but still ranks last in attendance. That is unacceptable. Uh, this is from, uh, what is her name, uh, Michelle Kaufman uh, mm-hmm. of the Miami Herald. Um, talking about the heat season's over, the Panthers are done too, football's a few minutes away, Inter-Miami should take advantage and pump its marketing arm into overdrives, overdrive to get more fans into Drive Pink Stadium this well, summer. Well, they're getting Lionel Messi, what more do they want? After a dismal 0-4-1 start, the team's... Five two and two during the past nine games. I'm quoting from the Miami Herald here, so yeah, don't you demonetize me. Um, but uh, <laughs> playing entertaining soccer, up from last place to seventh in the Eastern Conference standings. So despite improvement on the field, one million Instagram followers. Bleh, who okay, gives a whatever. Shit. Uh, Inter Miami attendance ranks last. With a crowd of twelve thousand eight hundred and twenty-one at his at their uh, excuse me their eighteen thousand seat home stadium in Fort Lauderdale, um, this is this is interesting to me because I looked up MLS attendance when I was looking up um, when I was trying to figure out what the Atlanta game was attended like what the attendance yeah, of the yeah, Atlanta yeah. game was. Um, Atlanta actually still has some of the best attendance in the league. They have actually some of the best attendance in the world. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, but I still thought that Chicago would be in the basement. Um, they are not. Well, they're back at Soldier, so they have more people available to go to their games. But if Miami is playing in Fort Lauderdale, yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of it's kind of like the when the it's last a reverse one. fire. Well, it's yeah, it's kind of like when we were talking about like Foxborough and how it's like halfway between Boston's and Providence. Yeah, and it's like people. Okay, people from Providence, Rhode Island, are not going to go watch the 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 New England Revolution. People there from, are some people, but who a will. few, yeah, yeah. But people from Boston might, but they're not going to go like halfway to Providence, Rhode Island, to watch them. Yeah, so it's kind of that problem. Yeah. It makes sense, um, but they do have the. I mean, there is a direct train line there, and it's not just like the bright line. There's actually a direct commuter train to that stadium, like to the okay. area of that stadium. Not sure. not specifically there, but but to the yeah, area of that enough. stadium fair from enough. downtown Miami, which um, Boston does not have because they don't run the uh, the yeah, Fox they don't Board do trains it in, unless 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 the, the Patriots are playing. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the fire never had because the orange line doesn't go that far. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting. And ne- next week on Commute Talk with Jim and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Columbus needs light rail. Write your city council person. Write the mayor. And uh, yeah, Coda's not doing a good job. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about. I want to talk about. This is going to be sort of a meta thing, but so um, uh, I'm not going to call him out. Well, it, I wouldn't be calling him out, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to specifically mention the the friend of the podcast and listener of the podcast who seems to think that 
I don't want Zella Ryan to start. Okay. Because that's it's it's a more complicated thing. Mm-hmm. And so my thing about Zella Ryan and and the crew in general is that Zella Ryan is in many ways, especially now that Zardes is gone, which is a whole other conversation. Yeah. Zella Ryan is our best player and our biggest scoring threat. But he doesn't play well with others. And there's a there could be a couple of reasons for this. And I've thought about this a lot during the day while I was like doing yard work. And one of the reasons is could be that he just doesn't play well with others. That he's like a he's like as I described him on a recent podcast, he's like the best special teams player in the league in that, you know, he's great at free kicks, um, you know, that sort of thing, but he doesn't do anything else well. I don't necessarily think that is the case. I think that there's either a tactical problem with integrating him with the rest of the team better. Yeah. Or that he doesn't seem to trust the other players enough to pass the ball to them. Now, I'd like to point out that last season, Zeller Ryan was our assist leader with seven assists, which yeah. is nothing to write home about necessarily, but he was our assist leader mm-hmm. for a team that did not make the playoffs. So, yeah. You know, um, There's a bit of that, yeah. Yeah. Right now, he's second in assists to um, Etienne. Okay. But he's still second in assists. So he is playing with the team to some degree, but the team is not scoring very much. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, this is kind of just a free-form me just, like, blabbing at, at, at Matt. This is but, what I'm letting you do. Well, yes. I know. Yeah. But the thing is, a couple of things I want to point out. It's, I think that the team has a Zeller Ryan problem in the sense that the team just has a problem with its own identity. And because Zeller Ryan is our most, he's our highest played player, he's the most highly profiled player, Yeah, that becomes a Zeller Ryan problem in the same way that, I don't know, if you're on a team with uh, LeBron James and the team isn't doing well, then the team has a LeBron James problem because he's obviously the best player on your team. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. All right. Um, do you have anything else you want to cover? Because I, do I not we really. should not really preview the next game because nah. we have another show next week. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Uh, we're going to go from there. Um, we'll talk – actually, we'll talk Open Cup next week too because yeah, we, we have – might as well. Yeah. I mean, it's there's not going to be any more games and uh, – we have a lot of time to fill next week. We're going to have, gonna have a little bit of time to fill, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, we, we might even uh, introduce some recipes. Yeah, let's do that. We'll talk about... Well, uh, I've also been reading some books, so it might be you know, another time for Jim's Book Corner. I love that. Yeah. All right, and maybe we should play War again. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, we should do War again next week. All yeah. right, that's Jim. I'm Matt. We're the pros from Dover. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have a chance uh, and you would like to uh, be nice to us, please review us on uh, whatever your uh, podcast application of Apple choice podcast, is. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or just just all caps tweet that you like the show. Or don't. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. We're the pros from Dover. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. 
The intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes. Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana Nana 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 Nana.